ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम माय बाउ टू द लॉर्ड वसुदेवा जॉय टू यू फ्रेंड्स वी आर ऑन द सेकंड चैप्टर ऑफ द भगवत गीता इट्स अ वेरी लॉन्ग चैप्टर but in the beginning of it arjuna is pitying himself for the problems that he has fa- is facing the dilemma and we must understand when he's speaking he says well let me read it first i see no way out of my dilemma this affliction pounds my senses it would persist i am certain even were i to attain untold riches and dominion but he's not talking of worldly dominion in this case he's talking of spiritual powers you know there's this i i don't know if i told you the story of dorio of uh, um um baba gorokhnath but it's a beautiful story how he lived to be 300 years he developed all the powers of siddhis uh, of siddhis uh, all the siddhis of yogis and uh, he saw that he was about to die and he through the spiritual eye he saw this young man sitting by the ganges and he appeared to him and he said i am baba gorokhnath and this young man instead of gasping he said yes and what is it you're disturbing my meditation baba gorokhnath said i see that the time has come for me to leave this body and i am pentram want to transfer my powers that i have developed over these 300 years to a worthy person and that worthy recipient i see is yourself and the young man was not very impressed but he took these eight pellets and he said uh, are these mine to do with as i wish yes they are yours now he cast them into the river and baba gorok said what have you done you've thrown away these powers that i have developed over 300 years and the young man looked at him and he said in delusion yet baba gorokanat and gorokanat then realized that he was it's st- he was still with working with maya delusions is a very subtle thing but in the catholic church they say that people become saints if they uh, people are made saints if they can perform miracles you can perform all the miracles and still you can fall i also told the story of sadhu haridas who performed many miracles one time he was in a boat and i told you this one also but it's worth repeating the missionary was with him and he said uh, he said to this missionary what can your what could your jesus do that i can't do and the, because they were on a boat on a lake the missionary said well he walked on water haridas said is that all and he jumped out of the boat and walked on the water and wherever he went the boat followed him but the maharaja of that area <clears throat> said i know you all think highly of this man but there's something wrong with him there's something i don't i don't uh, doesn't seem right and after a while baba haridas sadhu haridas fell in love with a woman and went off with her and stayed with her for a while then he realized his mistake and he came back and he said i am sorry and my guru said he was a completely completely liberated soul one of the um women disciples said to master at that point but sir isn't the punishment much greater when you fall from such a high state master said god is no tyrant if you've been eating uh 
good cheese and you take up bad cheese and you find that it's not what you really want, you go back to the good cheese, he won't, he won't disappoint you. And so it is that we must understand that God is always on our side. He's always our friend. But we can fool ourselves very easily in this struggle between the uh, good side and the bad is continual. But Arjuna is saying, I don't want even dominion. I don't want anything. Even if I were to place in, as a king of the gods, as Indra, and given a seat of great glory in heaven, it wouldn't, I wouldn't want it just because I, I can't stand the idea of killing this pride of mine, this uh, lust of mine, this avarice of mine, this desire for money, this desire for praise and everybody looking up to me and all the things that people fall into so readily. He says, I'd rather, I'd rather sacrifice everything than give up these qualities that have been mine for so many incarnations. And then Sanjaya said to Dhritarashtra, having thus addressed Rishikesha, Krishna, Kudakesha, Parantapa, Arjuna, declared further to Govinda, Krishna, I will not fight. Thereupon he fell silent. How many times this happens that the devotee, right on the cusp of getting into it, says, no, I'm not going to do it. Sometimes you, you need to honor that. I, I had a period of rebellion that way in meditation where I just didn't want to meditate and I didn't want to feel peace. I was afraid of it. And my guru said, the mind is like a donkey. If you beat it, it may just stand firm. And the more you beat it, the more it stands firm. So let it stand there for a while, then let it go on. But don't react when it stops. Don't react when you feel this determination not to fight. Just say, okay, this is one of the moods that the devotee goes through, one of the moods the mind goes through. I'll just wait. I'll, I won't move. I won't uh, change my allegiances. I will just wait. And it will start moving again in time. So then, <clears throat> O Bharata, Drishtarashtra, to him who placed between the two armies sat in lamentation, the Lord of the senses, Krishna, as if smiling, spoke the following words. Now there's a wonderful footnote here. Paramahansa Yogananda <clears throat> said the devotee, casting himself at the feet of God, despite his own spiritual discouragement, pleases God very much for his complete surrender to divine wisdom. Indeed, it is a sign of God's great, great pleasure when the devotee at this point on the spiritual, pardon me, when the devotee at this point on the spiritual path perceives or feels the divine smile within him. The Gita statement, as if smiling, signifies that the devotee, though he may not actually see the Lord's smile in vision, will be, will be sufficiently comforted if he simply feels that divine smile in his heart. Now the point is that when the devotee can reach that, that level where he feels God's smile, when he feels that God is with him, it takes some advancement. You have to really have worked hard on the path to reach that point. This whole passage in the Gita is very condensed. It 
condenses many years of struggle, many lifetimes of struggle. But when you reach that point where you feel, or even better see, God's smile in vision or feel it in your heart, know that you are very close to that point where Yogananda said efforts end in ease. So no, never think this is one of the delusions that the mind places upon us when we err, when we are weak, when we feel failing or faltering. Always know that God is on your side. Always say, God, I know you are with me, even if I don't feel you are. But when you reach the point where you feel his satisfaction, his smile in your heart, this is a wonderful state to be in. From then on, the path becomes much easier and the struggle becomes much less intense. You know then that bliss is what you really want and that everything else is to be eschewed like poison. Joy to you.